I love and like have been obsessed with fruit snacks since middle school. Like what brand? Okay, so I started off Scooby-Doo fruit snacks. Literally, I would take two packs a day. Like it's probably not good. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Snacks, delivered by Grubhub. I'm Sam Mewis. <laughs> I'm Lynn Williams, and this is a show about women's soccer, but it's also about your poor sore throat. I, I Lynn, you know, every now and then, I am in a situation where I'm yelling a lot, and I have very sensitive vocals. Um, Do you? It's true of all of the great audio medium broadcasters the vocals just Mm -hmm. really you just have to really take really good care of them and sometimes i sometimes i just get a little bit carried away and i raise my voice a little bit for no reason at all okay here's what we're doing today on the podcast we're naming all the teams after all the foods the cities and the foods and the nwsl teams will have new mascots after this episode i hope you all are ready and i hope nobody gets upset Me too. Um, but they, you cannot change them. Like you have to just accept what we have you given. You get what and you get and you don't, you don't get upset. throw a fit. Oh, and you don't get upset. <laughs> That's what I meant. We're also talking to Naomi Gurma and we have another Epic Snacks voicemail. This is going to be a very cool episode. So hang on to your hats before we get to all that. What's up, Lynn? What's new? I'm going into camp. Um, that is new. Um, Oh, I think I know how to make your vest? your vest on the machine. So that's good. You got a sewing machine? No, I got a knitting machine. I told you this already. You did not tell me that you got a knitting machine. I did. So I don't have to like kill my, I don't have to have carpal tunnel in these little paws. Well, I'm so happy for you and for my vest. So please make. Does it have to be black and white? No. What do you color? Okay. Do you want to make it? I don't know, but you get what you get and you don't get upset. Fair enough. (laughs) And with that, it is time for the delivery of the week delivered by Grubhub. This week's delivery of the week is an oldie but a freaking goodie, a vintage delivery, as Silly Patrick Godino put it on our pre-podcast chat. May I interest any of you in the 2011 World Cup quarterfinal? Yeah, I thought so. USA versus Brazil. USA are down two to one. It's extra time and the dream is about to die. Until Megan Rapino runs down the field on the left in the 122nd minute. Everybody remembers where they were. Whips across in from just past the halfway mark. She delivers it over the heads of the Brazilians and right to Abby Wambach, who slams it home for the goal. It's tied 2-2, two to two, sending them to PKs where the USA advance 5-3. to three. What a delivery. <sighs> she big kicked it. She big booted that right across from really far out. And okay, that's the delivery of the week. Satisfy every craving with delicious food delivery from Grubhub. All right. Well, now we're going to name those teams. So here's that conversation. Hang on again to, to your hats. They might blow away. NWSL food team mascot names, cities, Angel City. Chili cheese dog. Chili. Ch- oh. I was going to say tacos, but. Ch- I like tacos. Chili cheese dogs. Yeah, I don't know. I, I looked up famous foods from LA and it said chili cheese hot dog, but I like tacos better. That's the first thing that came up was a chili it's cheese the third hot dog. Thing. It's the third thing that came up. Well, Cheeseburgers and fries, tacos, chili cheese hot dog, pastrami sandwich. The LA the pastrami LA- sandwiches. <laughs> Done. Ding, Check. ding, ding. Somebody, somebody write this down. Next team. Chicago Red Stars. You already said hot dogs, yeah, I think. The Chicago hot dogs. Check. The Houston. Oh, 
um what's okay. what's um um beef chucks like a like a barbecue cut they used some beef chucks i think we gotta go with beef <laughs> chucks. and the kansas city beef what? burnt ends the kansas city burnt ends you give houston the beef chucks and you give hey, kansas city the burnt I ends it like i see it okay the gotham fc like i don't know there's literally a million different food things here what new jersey new york famous for i'm not from the east coast you are go on pizzas pizzas the, the gotham the gotham zaz the gotham street slices the gotham food trucks is there a lot of food trucks here i, I don't feel know, like there man. is <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there is we'll circle back maybe but at the moment we're the zaz or the or i like street slices okay street slices it is the north carolina courage is behind you <laughs> um cornbreads corn, corn casseroles huskers the ol the seattle crab. fish the, oh well what kind of fish just the fish market fish. Am I not letting you have any turns? No, I love this. Keep going. If they I come to feel you, like them out. I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders with the final three. I want them to be like the crabs, though. Is there crab? In so you want them to be? Seattle? Oh, you want Seattle to be the crabs? Well, we can't have Washington be the crabs because they're the clams. I know. But you've just got to think about food in that city, Lynn. And I don't know if I think about crab Seattle's. Well, I don't think about clam Washingtons either. Well, you, sometimes you just got to say funny stuff and hope that it sticks. All right. So the OL fishes, fishies. Yeah, sure. Well, you said it. The Seattle fish. You're just saying it a little bit wrong. The Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they should be like the turkey legs that you get at Disney. Yeah. I was going to say all I could think about is Disney. The Orlando turkey legs. Yeah. Perfect. And funnel cakes. Okay. They get two. All right. The Portland donuts. I like that. Vegan donuts. Correct. The Is there any kind. more teams? Louisville? Louisville and San Diego. The Louisville whiskey. That's the only thing I can think of. So I, what? That works. <laughs> I think, isn't it bourbon though? Or is that yes. The the, I feel like we lost a little steam. <laughs> yeah, the There's too many teams. <laughs> I feel like we were being like so good at the beginning of this and now we're just flat. Let's just come up with one for San Diego. I don't think this has to be our final list. Maybe they're the tacos. All right. Well, I think there was some funny parts of that. Okay. We got the <laughs> LA pastrami sandwiches, the Chicago hot dogs, the Houston beef chucks, Kansas <sighs> City burnt ends, New York, New Jersey street slices slash food trucks, the North Carolina corn casseroles, Seattle fish market fish, <laughs> Orlando turkey legs from Disney and funnel cakes, Portland donuts, vegan specifically the Louisville whiskey, not bourbon, just Louisville whiskey, San Diego enchiladas. And last but not least, the Washington clams, clam I cakes, mean, pretty hilarious. Honestly, I think that's perfect. And so come out to your local three V three snacks tournament and wear your and cheer on the Houston beef chucks to victory. <laughs> wear your beef chucks out there, girls. Or you could wear your fish market fish. Okay, so next up is Naomi Gurma. So do not move. Hang on to your hats. <laughs> do you want to dive deeper into women's sports news of the week? You can get the latest news delivered straight into your inbox. 
That's right. You can start your morning off right five days a week with the Just Women's Sports newsletter, our free daily newsletter that brings you the latest and greatest in women's sports. Whether it's breaking news, exclusive conversations, or just a cool stat that you might be missing, we've got you covered. So never miss a story on women's sports. You can subscribe for free at justwomensports.com backslash newsletter. That's justwomensports.com backslash newsletter. And we'll see you in your inbox. I'm so excited. This is like the podcast. <laughs> Tell us more. Okay. Um, everybody, we have our guest here. She was the 2020 Young Female Player of the Year, the 2022 NWSL Defender of the Year, and Rookie of the Year, and a one-time, she believes, cup champion, although I'm sure that number will grow exponentially in the years to come. It's Naomi Gurma. Woo! Welcome! <laughs> Welcome I'm to so Snacks. Excited. Thanks, guys. I'm so How excited to be here. Are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. This We've like wanted to have you on for so long, so we're so glad that we could make it happen. Yay. I'm so excited. Well, our first question, it's my first question. How's your mom? Oh, my gosh. So good. <laughs> I'm so happy you guys got to officially meet in New Zealand. She's but, so cute. Is yeah. there any other stories you want to tell us about her? Because I've been dying to hear some. Uh, I don't have a, I. She was coming out with the content in New Zealand. <laughs> she sent a video. Everyone's friends and family sent their video saying good luck, you know, giving a few words of encouragement, a few words. And she sent like the longest video. Like how? It must have been like four <laughs> minutes long. They like cut in, it. Yeah, they cut it, went to other people, came back to her. She was still going, went back to other people, came back to her again. And the angle yeah. of her phone was like this, like down here. Lower, probably lower. Yeah. Aww. You probably can't even get it in the frame. It was, it was so really sweet. funny. It was so I cute though. Hear, I didn't hear, I couldn't really hear what she said because I was like, oh my gosh. Like yeah, I feel like anytime someone from my family was on, I was like, hurry up, hurry up. Finished oh, what you're saying. Everybody <laughs> for, people don't, for people who don't know, when they were at the World Cup, US Soccer collects videos from friends and family to play in front of the whole team, wishing the team and the players good luck. So everybody's like parents and friends and partners and whoever send in these videos in. So I can only imagine how like was everybody just dying laughing every time she came back up on the screen. Yeah. Like it's when she came back, it was like everyone was like, oh my gosh. Cause the, the first time they put her in, it was already for so long. I was like, when it finished, I was like, okay, thank God. Like it's over. That's probably everyone in my family that's going to be on. I can now like enjoy everyone else's. And then she was it back. Was, it, when she came back the third time, like I lost it. I was like, <laughs> she's still going. <laughs> but you guys, so, Nay's mom is so sweet. Like the sweetest woman you'll ever meet. It was just so yeah. funny. And then in you know when defense, like parents. She, she oh, thought ahead. it was she thought it was only going to be shown to me and i think everyone else was like kind of knew what was happening and was like okay like this is going from the team like we'll just say like go usa um <laughs> yeah so but she, I, she thought she was just sending me a video yeah i think that they don't do a very good job of that because my family the first time too i think thought it was just going to come to me as well yeah um but but it was cute. It was very silly. The video was so funny. She'll have to send you the original so you can get the full message. I know. So I can like actually laughing. listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nay, we have a few things we want to talk to you about. Kind of starting just with like, we were talking about this before you came on. Like you're so young and mm -hmm. you so far in your career have just had a lot of expectations on you. Like, and you've handled everything so well. We feel like you're such an incredible representative of so many things and so we kind of wanted to start and ask you 
how it's been being like a young player in the league, a young player on the national team. Um, how are you like approaching this phase of your career with kind of all of this important stuff that you're representing? Yeah, I think I try not to like feel the pressure expectations and that helps me like play my best, feel my best and not be stressed out. But yeah, I think up until like this World Cup, it was like, I mean, obviously my first World Cup and um, I was going into it without expectations really like, okay, how can I help the team? How can I do my best? Um, and I think now it's like me shifting to like also thinking about other people and trying to like become a leader and like kind of grow that side of my game. I think like up until now I have, I've been more focused like on myself and like trying to get myself to be prepared and feel good. But I think honestly, like my family's a big part of it. Like I never feel pressure from them. I just feel like it's always been like show up and have fun. And I've tried to take that into every phase of my career so far. Yeah, that like kind of perfectly leads into our next question is um, <laughs> obviously your parents had immigrated from Ethiopia and mm -hmm. we wanted to know how that has influenced you on the soccer field, but also just in your life. Yeah, I think I think on the field, like I said, it's it's never there's never been any expectations from my parents like to even keep playing soccer. Like when I was younger, it was really like whatever I wanted to do. If I wanted to stop, I could. If I wanted to go do gymnastics, which I did for a little, um, I could. <laughs> do you know how to do a <laughs> backflip? Great, wasn't great. Um, I can do a front handspring still. Ooh. Oh, her first goal, she'll be doing a front handspring. Yes, yes. So probably, I mean, no. I, I won't put that out there. <laughs> soon. Put very out soon. There. Very soon. Probably soon. Probably soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like very, very low pressure. Um, and I think since it was all driven by me, I, you know, felt like they were just there to support me. They weren't there to be like, oh, like, why didn't you do this? Or you should have done that. And then I think off the field, just um, like giving back, my dad has like always sent money back to Ethiopia and like tried to do as much as he can to help the community there. And also in San Jose too. So I think just like the values of family and community are things that my parents really emphasized when I was growing up and uh, things that helped me a lot when I was playing. So those are things that I like tr now try to have in my life off the field. Yeah. I love hearing you say that. I, I, my sister and I have always credited our parents too, with not putting a lot of pressure on us. I remember when we'd get invited mm -hmm. into youth national team camps, they would always go, do you guys want to go? And me and Christy yeah, were like, like, do you want to accept? <laughs> I was like, what do you guys mean? Like, of course we do, obviously, but giving us kind of that option and making us feel like it was really our decision and not theirs and not just U.S. soccer's, but it was us choosing to do it too, I think was really important. Lynn, what was, yeah, what was that like for you? Yeah, I was going to say similar. Um, my parents didn't really put that much pressure on me as well. Like I ran track and played soccer and when everybody was like, you have to pick, you have to pick. My parents were like, no, you don't. You can do whatever you want to. Um, and I yeah. think I remember there was like one moment where I had a soccer tournament, but it was also prom. And I was like, oh, I just want to go to prom. Like, do I have to go? And my mom's like, you, no, you don't have to. Like, you can go to prom if you want. And then I sat and I was like, I'm going to the tournament. Damn it. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but yeah, same thing. It was just like, you, I got to choose. Like, they were there to support me um, with whatever I wanted to do. But they were like, if you're going to do it, you might as well go for it. But it, it's up to you. Yeah. So that's very cool of us and our parents, yeah, no, I guess. Go us. Go parents. Yeah. Go parents. <laughs> um, um, Nay. Oh, Lynn, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, Nay, we wanted to also ask, obviously, this was your first World Cup, and it, like, wasn't the result 
you guys wanted. Like, I'm so sorry. Do you have a favorite part at something good? Like your favorite part from the world cup, your favorite memory? Yeah. I think one of my, one of my favorite parts of the world cup was having my family there. Obviously New Zealand is not close. So it was very long travels and just having them supporting me every game, like looking to the sideline and seeing them and getting to talk to them, hang out with them after games was really nice just to have them. And like knowing like all the whole journey that it's taken for me to get there wouldn't have been possible without them. So to have them there in like the biggest moment of my career was really special. Yeah, I agree. I think that like in those moments, especially when things aren't going well, like all you want to do is hang out with the people that love you for just you. And so I felt the same way of, I was so happy to like see my family. And even though you were like, what's happening? Like, why? Yeah. What, this is so sad, but you're like, at least I have like familiarity there. Did you feel like this was different than any other of the other games that we had played? Yes. I guess like going into it, like how much it like every game means and like how important it is, I think in that sense, I think I felt like during the games, like I could like treat it as a normal game and that helped me but obviously the stakes are so much higher and I think mm. this being my first major tournament just learning like you know every game every point is so important but then mm. also like once you do move on or make it to your next phase like you really do have to forget about the game before so quickly like get your takeaways and what you can improve on as a team as an individual but then it's really like look to the next game, you have like four or five days to prepare. And I think that's something that we did well, like going into the Sweden game. Obviously, we wish the result was better. But I think just like that mindset of and I think that was like driven by a lot of older players who had been like in tournaments before where it's like, you're through like, that's all that matters. And now it's like focus on that next game and focus on getting a result. So I think like going into tournaments, um, I'd played like she believes obviously, but it's like different tournament styles. So going into tournaments moving forward, I think that would be a big takeaway for me. And I think for like a lot of us who experienced our first World Cup, like something that we can look to use going into the Olympics too. Yeah, Nate, who are who are like your good friends on the team? Like who do you count on when you like need to talk or like who are you like hanging out with the most? Uh probably so Smith and Ashley Sanchez. Oh yeah, you guys were like Three peas, Three peas in a pod. Three peas. But in the, I think in the locker room, so I was, I wore number four, so I was next to Kelly, number mm -hmm. five. And okay. I felt like I could lean on her a lot and she was really good yeah. at like boosting me up if I needed it or being like, hey, we got this, like keep going or like, hey, look for this ball, this is on. Um, and also I think one of those players who was just kind of driving that like, it's a tournament. Like mm -hmm. we're through focus on the next game. Like that like mindset I think is so different from a regular camp where you do look at the game before a lot and you analyze and analyze and you look at every little thing. And a lot of times you're playing the same opponent twice. So you're like, how can we break it down differently? But it's like in a tournament, it's a new team. Like you don't, you can't really worry about how you could have broken them down. It's like, how do you yeah. now beat this new team? I think that that's what's so different between like in tournament play or even I know we're talking about the World Cup, but even from like the league to the international level is that each team is so like uniquely their own, like their own different style, their own different whatever. And so you're like, I 
yes, there are things we need to do better, but like we're going to see a whole different system versus like the NWL. You have different systems, but it's like the same style of play. Mm -hmm. So I agree. I think that like that is one of the hardest things to do is like forget almost forget about everything in that last game and you're you're moving forward to to something very new. But I also just wanted to say like I felt in I know we keep saying this it didn't go how we wanted it to but you were such a bright spot um on the team Thanks. I think on the field but also off the field I I feel like you just always brought like a positivity um to the environment and I think it's hard and it's so fun to see you do it so young to speak up in meetings even if it's something as simple as a question because you don't want to sound silly you don't want to like a plethora yeah. of reasons you know <laughs> and I and I, I know. just and I just felt like even if you were nervous like you did it with so much grace and you were just like what do we feel about this and it was something that I don't even think a lot of people thought about so your attention to detail is far beyond your years um so I'm just like so excited to see what you do moving forward and with the Olympics and, but you can pass me the ball if we play you against San Diego, like you could do that. <laughs> well, I don't think we're playing again this year. I know. So. I know. I don't think we do either. Nay, but next year. Nay, where do you think you like picked up? I mean, that maturity, obviously I haven't, yeah. I've barely played with you even if at all. So I feel like I only know you a little bit, especially just from watching, but you like exude this maturity that Lynn is talking about. Like you're able to ask questions of your teammates. You're able to stay positive in difficult moments. Like where do you credit gaining that maturity from? Is it from like your experience with youth teams or at Stanford or your family? Like, where do you think you got that from? I don't know. I mean, I was definitely nervous when I would ask questions in meetings. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I think maybe like from, like club, just like that always being encouraged. I feel like I've, yeah. I've never had a coach who would shut down questions or like who I ever felt like would shut me down when I would like need clarity or like want to say something. So I think that just kind of helped me grow and like lean into that side. Yeah, I think at Stanford, um, I mean, I when I was a freshman, the seniors were like Alana Cook. Andy would come and like train sometimes with us like in off season for NWSL and like T was there. So I think just like players who I felt like were like very mature and who like stood up and would ask questions of themselves, the team, the coaching staff and like make sure everything was to the highest, highest standard. So I think that experience really helped me. And then throughout the rest of my years at Stanford, just trying to be that player and like I guess, be that leader if I could be. Um, I think like when you're younger it is a little harder because you kind of like you, it's like easy to default and let other people do it. I also think like in this group, like it was very much said, like, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how many caps you have. Like mm -hmm. if you have something to say, say it. And um, I think like without that encouragement from leaders on the team, it's harder for younger players to feel comfortable and to not feel like, oh, like I'm going to get shut down or and like, cause like that's never actually going to happen. Like, it's really just like, we're like, we're like nervous and like, we make it up in our head. Like no one's ever going to be like, shut up. <laughs> if you ask a so stupid. Like, yeah. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think like that encouragement from leaders on the team was really, really helpful too. Yeah, I know. It's it's so funny because you talked about um, wanting to work on your leadership side. and But, like, it's your second year in the league, Nay. Like, 
Yeah, I know. It's, it's so crazy because I, I no, genuinely, I feel like when I was my second year in the league, I was like, I got to worry about myself. Like, yeah. good luck to everybody else. Like, I can only, <laughs> I only have the capacity to worry about me, and like, that's gonna, what's gonna help the team. And I, we keep talking about. I just feel like you're so mature to recognize that you have something to give and that you need to and you want to grow outside yourself and me and sam always talk about when things aren't going well getting outside of yourself and talking to other people and trying to fix the problem because that's how you you one grow but also you're not you don't internalize everything and i just feel like that's something that you will continue to get better at but are pretty great at it right now so um well thanks you're welcome I think it's like I think it's also like a part of the position like you have like as a center back like you have, you have to, to direct yes and like yeah. if you're not organizing like something will break down it's not like you know and I will probably have to run back further so I'm like I might as well talk <laughs> up here <laughs> Wait, well I want to talk about that though because you weren't always the center back no I wasn't when did you change from being a midfielder to a center back? I think it was my first U14 camp, actually. Or maybe, like, I did a ODP regional camp right before, and they were like, you're center back. And I was like, I was honestly just happy to be there and play. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then when I went into my first youth national team camp, was, like, kind of, like, when it was, like, in the national team. Okay, and, like, the youth system, like, I am a center back. And that was definitely different. I think I I enjoyed it as far as being on the ball because like in the I feel like the higher you go obviously the less time you have in the midfield Sam I'm sure yeah you know that (laughs) (laughs) like it's I feel like it's it's always so tight in there so I I was like oh this is great like I get to be on the ball more in a way but yeah honestly it I switched and um then like when I went to Stanford I pretty much played center back the whole time and I've, I always felt like I was, like, pretty good at defending. Like, it it was, like, 1v1s and stuff were, like, pretty natural, like, all of that. So, yeah, I wow. don't think it was that I hard of a switch. I wonder what like. Yeah, maybe I was born to be a defender, and I just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like 1v1 defending is, like, the least natural thing to me. But I, that, I think that's amazing. You are such an, like, you look like a natural defender. But then you also look so comfortable on the ball and so mm-hmm. unafraid to make a long pass, make a pass into pressure. Like you just seem so calm and capable. Like, so I feel like identifying you as a center back was probably like, yeah, like she's perfect. (laughs) I do really like being on the ball. So like I do, I, so I feel like playing in the midfield helped me because like growing up, I was just on the ball so much. And like, I always wanted, I wanted to be playing the pass through or like scoring. I used to score a lot. Um, (laughs) I believe you. And then I also like, (laughs) would like run back and like try to defend too. Like, I feel like I kind of wanted to do it all when I was yeah, younger. They're like, nay, pick one. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> like you can't play every position. Like, yes, I can. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. I also think that like, um, we're going to move on from this, but I just have to touch on your run. Cause you're like sneaky fast, but your strides are so long. I'm like, nay, how on earth are you ever going to get there? And then you get there. But anyways, yeah, that coming, was just coming, fr- coming from you. Lynn. <laughs> You guys, her strides are sure so first... long. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the... let's move forward to um, like the Olympics and looking forward to that. Obviously, like you were one of the few players that played every minute um, of the World Cup. And it seems as though 
you're you're gonna stay there for a long time like I truly believe that um so do you feel pressure you know like going forward in that position or like are you excited like what what are you feeling yeah I'm excited um I think there's like a lot of potential for this group and like there's so many good players that I'm excited to see like how we like can grow together as a team now um especially after this world cup I think I still am like I'm like, okay, like every camp, it's like, go and improve yourself, you know? So I like, yes, I'm looking forward to the Olympics, but I'm also like looking at each camp and like trying to focus there instead of like looking super big picture, because that usually like, that's when I start feeling more of the pressure when I'm like thinking like too far ahead. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and like... I've answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You, you did so great. This is, it's like so hard. It's so hard to talk about this stuff. Thank you so much for coming on. This was like, this was so great. I want to ask you one more really hard hitting question. Like, what are your go to snacks? Oh, okay. I like love and like have been obsessed with fruit snacks since middle school. Like, what brand? Okay, so I started off Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo fruit <laughs> snacks. Classic. Literally, I would take two packs a day. Like, it's probably not good, but and then. Were you a gushers I- girl? No. Not a big Gushers girl. Oh, it's heartbreaking. And then now I'm really, really into Black Forest gummies. I just tried them. Have you guys had them? I just tried them this year. I didn't know. I don't think I even I know didn't what that know. is. I didn't know they were this good, but I have a lot in my pantry. Wow. Okay, shout wow. out Black Forest gummies. Okay, yeah. I also have one more question, though. We named every team. We gave them a food mascot. So you guys are the San Diego enchiladas. How do you feel about that? <laughs> um, I think we should. I don't. I don't know about enchilada. I feel like we should be like, like taco or like. I said that we gave like, taco to like LA, very, didn't we? Oh no, San Diego has better uh, Mexican food. Oh, okay, San Diego Hot burritos. Day. Will you captain the snacks three v three snack a thon team that are named yeah. the San Diego? What did we just decide? Burritos? Burritos? Changing um, yeah. enchiladas Dude, to what burritos? Are we, we going to eat burritos? Yeah, I guess. Exactly. Because I'm kinda there. Just make, we're kind of just making this up as we go along. Okay. Is I that mean, what I you think like the you 3v3 eat. tournament is? You eat whatever your mascot is the fastest? Yeah, maybe yeah. like a like a competition? Well, yeah, ours like is hard. Burritos, yeah, it will be a tournament. It will be some kind of competition. Yes, you are correct You there. have to eat a pound of your food the fastest. So, like, what are the other teams? Like, what are what are we competing with? The Washington Clams. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the Pound <laughs> yeah, oh, of Clams. Oh. The Chicago Hot Dogs. That's the good. Houston Beef Chucks. The North Carolina <laughs> Corn Casseroles. That's tough. I would be honored to captain the San Diego Burritos. Well, congratulations. Wow. <laughs> because well, we're honored to have you. We were right, desperate. Burrito head. Can you please give us a chomp before you go? <laughs> We're doing like that. Okay. Perfect. Was that good? Yay. You nailed it. Thank you so much, Burrito Head, for coming on. Snacks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, welcome back to Snacks delivered by Grubhub. So we are going to get into a Snacks voicemail, but before that, we have a brand new segment brought to you by Newly. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that we love. And in honor of them, we are going to look at some tunnel looks. Are you excited? I'm so excited. All right. So 
remember, Sam, that this is an audio medium. So we're going to have to describe to our listeners uh, what we're seeing. And then we're going to rate the looks from one to 10. Okay, so look number one, Taylor Smith. It looks like a jean jacket, but with roses on it. Yep. And it's all black. black underneath with, I can see a gold chain, black shorts, and then white socks, white sneaks. She looks incredible. A 10. 10 out of 10. I, she looks very happy, confident. I think like that's the most important thing about, I think, fashion is whatever you wear, do it with confidence. And she looks confident. I couldn't agree more. Look two. We have the legendary Megan Rapino, also rocking very cool sunglasses, leather-looking rain jacket type situation. George. Probably going to get in trouble for saying rain jacket situation. It looks like a leather blazer. I think that's what we should be calling it. Oversized leather blazer. And purple jorts. Is that a skirt, though? No, I think it's shorts. I think it's long below the knee I... shorts. Can you knit me long purple jorts? Yes, I'll knit you anything you want. She also has a very cool bag, very cool white loafer, definitely nice brand. Can't tell what it is. This look is a 10. This is a 10. This is also for not the faint of heart, though. Like, you have to be very confident to wear this. Yes, that is true. Next up, we have me <laughs> and Marley. Next up, look three, we have matching Lynn and Marley in green lime green fun marley has on a white t-shirt with a green sweater vest tucked into black shorts and pink loafers and wasn't he so cute yes he's so cute and my girl lynn ha is showing off her engagement ring wearing a green cropped shirt black billowy pants and what look like very cool white shoes that i do not know what those are but they are very cool thank you they're my um gucci platform clogs I think. And I made that bag. Oh my gosh. She's have, carrying a pink bag, everybody. A homemade pink bag. This look, <laughs> I think, is a 20. A 20. Because it's two tens. Oh, thank you. You yourself can get a great looking tunnel fit, even if you're not walking down a tunnel, by using Newly. That's N-U-U-L-Y to get your own iconic looks. Okay. So after all that, let's get to the voicemail. Hi, Sam and Lynn. My name is Nikki. I love you guys. I just have so much fun watching y'all both play and um i'm a little bit sick so my voice sucks but my question okay so sam is um dude, i forgot it my question <laughs> was going to be if you guys were playing professional soccer what would you really be doing as a profession okay am i here's my job Okay, thank you. Bye. Oh, oh my I God. Love that. Lisa, I love mandate. your chomp. The chomp is a mandate from here on out, everybody. Um, her question was, what was her name? Nikki. Oh, oh my God. gosh, Nikki. I feel you with the voice situation. <laughs> if we were not playing professional soccer, what would we be doing? I have like a new answer to this, Lynn. Do you want to hear it? I do. I think in another life, I'm like an art teacher. Like I do, I'm not artistic myself, but like, I think I could like teach kids, like not teach them, but like give them an opportunity to like paint and like do sculptures and like be creative. And I just want to wear like my new outfit vibe is like art teacher vibe. Yeah. Are you going to be like apron, like with flowers on it? I mean, yeah, like, it sounds awesome. And like in Birkenstocks. Yeah. 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 I think that's very with, like, art a little bit of, of like paint on my like skirt. <laughs> so that's me 
Um, what would I be doing? Gosh, I have no idea. Going on vacation. I was put on this earth to go on vacations, and that's what that's I want to be doing with job. my life. Yeah, you could be is. a hotel influencer. That seems like a cool job. That does. I want to plan things. Oh, like an event plan planner. Things. Like an event planner. Yes. I think you'd be good at that. I enjoy doing that. Yeah. Like, are you planning like, your wedding right now or what? Yes. I've been planning that. I've been, had been planning that and I'm having fun. Can you share any details or like not yet? No, not yet. They're not like not that. Yet. They're in the lockdown. Stone. Yeah. They're in a vault. But I'm invited. You will be invited. Yes. Could you imagine? What if I was just like, no, no, we're keeping it really small to just close friends. I'd be like, <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks. I have to go. Anyway, thanks again, Nikki, for your question. And we hope you're feeling better. Sam is having some echinacea tea. So is that helping you? Maybe it could help Nikki. And remember, if you have a question, you can call us at 917-565-9531. Just call. Everybody's doing it. And give us a chomp too at the end. Yeah, mandated. Okay, well, goodbye. Next week on the podcast, we have Janine Becky. So excited. That was such a great interview. It's going to be so much fun. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to it. Like this one from Maddie Pryor that says, I just binged every episode of Snacks in time for the World Cup and my serotonin is out the roof. Thanks to Lynn and Sam for bringing the laughter, the feels and everything in between while letting us inside the minds of our NWSL and US Women's National Team heroes. I rate this pod with five stars and two big chomps. P.S. Go Bats. Go Bats. One last thing, Lynn. I don't know. Oh, you want to know what my new favorite snack is right now? Yes. Watermelon with lime squeezed on top and then a little bit of salt. That sounds so good. I think I t- remember I told you a few weeks ago about blending up watermelon with lime juice is like a drink. Yeah. So good. salt in there. It's I'll try so that. good. It's Maybe so like good. a little salty rim, a little mocktail. So all around that rim, 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 rim tray. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snacks is produced by Jay Wolf, Lauren Day, Patrick Cudino, and John Murray. For more great women's sports content, go to JustWomenSports.com and be sure to follow Just Women Sports on all your favorite channels. I'm Sam Mewis. And I'm Lynn Williams. And you've been listening to Snacks, delivered by Grubhub. Okay, bye. Now bye.